Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Music Podcast with Dave and Neil. G'day guys, how are we? Good, thank you, how are you? I'm pretty good, I have lost my voice a little bit, so uh, I don't know, maybe it'll be better. You've been such a corporate stooge this last fortnight. <laughs> but so we're at uh, Vienna People Studios in Sydney, thank you so much for your time guys, love uh, it. We but, are, we're getting a bit thumb, thumbs up through the window yeah. there. Um, um, sorry, but to go back abusing you, yes. yeah, for like, so like the last three weeks you've only been on one podcast because you've been in a state on business. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Is this not business right this, here? This is not business. <laughs> this is so far from business. Why? The music podcast is, is not business. We have production meetings. Well, that's that's true. If you can call us having coffee and donuts yeah. uh, 30 minutes before we start the podcast. Do we not talk meetings. business? Well, we, we mainly complain about <laughs> the things that are annoying us. And then the last three minutes go... All right, so what are you going to talk about in the podcast yeah. this week? I don't know, man. Let's figure it out when we get in there. Mm. <laughs> it tends to be the high intensity place we roll. Yeah. Well, you know, we we um we like to do things at a certain level mm. here at the music podcast. It's a very low uh, level. Yeah, it's, but it's a level we're proud of. But it's with aspirations of one day climbing above. Yeah, <laughs> that level. Consider it like the diving boards at the pools, if you will. You've got the little yeah. baby one where the babies jump off, and then you've got the medium one, and then the tall one for the, the Olympians. One day we want to fly. Yeah, but not yet. Well, we can't fly. Not what goes yet. up must come down, but we are still trying to get up. You have to get up first to get down. <laughs> Got to get up first. <laughs> Always. Also Always. heard in many uh, rap songs. Yep. Got to get up to get down. I've heard that yep. as a, both a lyric and as a life aspiration. Now I'm going to segue back to abusing you again. <laughs> so why were you away last week? Uh, as in this week? This or... week, sorry. Yeah, you were you were here th- last week. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, you, this week you've been gone again, right? Yeah, no, just up in Brisbane doing a little uh, uh, TV commercial for... Um... Eurovision? <laughs> uh, for cricket, actually, it is a little cricket thing, which is so funny. Which is funny because you know, <laughs> I know nothing about. Cricket. Do you remember when we had? Um... I literally had to. So there's like the whole thing we're doing is like it's like a promotion for a. Um, I don't know how much I can say, but it's like a, there's a, a competition that's going to be happening, um, and it involves like hittings of sixes, <laughs> and I had to Google. When I said yes to the job, what a six was. Which is so pathetic. Remember we were at Big Sound and we were chatting to Alex Yashrod and she, fun fact, Alex is also like a professional athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she was talking about soccer and you were like, oh, so you kick the balls? And yep. she was like, what? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I kick the balls. I feel like Alex and I I think she I thought you were taking the piss and you were like, <laughs> so tell me about all the goals you've scored when you kick it to the guy. And she was I- like, what? I feel like Alex and I bonded predominantly over sport <laughs> yeah. uh, and my lack of knowledge of sport, yeah. which she seemed to find very amusing. Yeah. Uh, hopefully in an endearing way <laughs> and not in like a, like, who are you kind yeah. of way. We'll bring her on to talk sports at a later date, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Um, We're going to yeah. start, our, when we, wasn't that that joke? We're going to start our own podcast, Alex and I, um, talking sport with Dave and Alex. Yeah. Um, we, did, we did that segment when we did Community Radio together. Yeah. It was hilarious. You, was, we had you a whole nothing. <laughs> we had a whole segment when we were in community radio called Talking Sport with Dave. Yeah. Where I would just um, talk sport. I've been watching the sport lately. Give the old... the old 2-4, you know, as we say in sport. <laughs> what the are the 2-4? The what, what is that? I don't know. Sounds like a sport term, doesn't it, though? <laughs> no, it doesn't. You, well, you guys have things that you say. Because didn't, so... didn't you also have to call your mate when you were making this out to be like, so <laughs> yeah. what What would cricket players do at training? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> you know, because you could, I could Google a bunch of stuff. Like, I wikied and I Googled and I watched a bunch of videos. But then I also had to call my mate. I'm like, hey, man, I, I know you're working right now, but... I, <laughs> I need to ask you some questions. He's like, hit me so up. He's thinking, Jesus, he's like, he's, he's like in with gambling sharks. And I'm like, you know about cricket, don't you? He's like, yes. <laughs> what did like, cricket do to you? What, um, what do you guys do in training? Like, do you guys do beep tests? Is that, is that what you do? Do you, do you run? <laughs> like, how do you, how do you train? He's like, no, no, we, uh, 
do we hit the ball. We did a lot of the cricket, the bowling, and the hitting. And you're sitting there just taking notes, going, "Perfect, hit the ball." I literally, I'm literally like on the other end of the phone with like a notepad, just being like, "Okay, so no running, um, hitting the ball, uh, hit the ball exercises. to the guy." Six. How's that? Question mark. How's, how's that? Question mark. Yep, yep. So it's a bit of that. Yeah, a bit of that. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, learn a lot about sport this week. Um, learn a lot about cricket specifically. Um, want to hear some fun facts about cricket? Yep. Okay. So first off. <laughs> At the centre of the cricket oval yeah. is something called... I love that you said oval, like, first fact, it's an oval, not a field. It is, it is an oval. Uh, it's something called the square. Yep. Now, something I didn't know, okay, uh, the cricket pitch, okay, is called a deck. And there are multiple decks, and you play on different decks depending on the condition of each <laughs> deck. So there's, like, some guy, groundskeeper, right? Mm. And these guys, holy cannolis, Neil... They know their business. Like, they know grass like... The back of their hand. Like, the back of their hand. They they just... They are impressive gentlemen. Yeah. Um, so in, now I feel in like regards is, to their grass This is more knowledge. like a sermon on groundskeepers than it is about oh, cricket. dude. Blew my mind. Like, he, so he's got, like, these four different decks. Um, again, for those who are following at home, is the... the place where the cricketers play mm. uh and uh he would like head one he's like this one's ready this one's ready but it's uh the condition of it means we can't use the bowling machine so we'd use the bowling machine next to that deck because we want to break the first deck and like holy like neil honestly there's a Dude, lot going on wait, quite, if, you know, if you know a lot about cricket then just like a simple one yeah who is like the most famous uh spin bowler in australian cricket history blonde hair come on donald bradman <laughs> shane Warne. Deacon, yes. yes. Who's Donald Bradman then? He is the guy that used to play um, cricket back in the day. Yep. Um, and uh, was famous for that. Famous yeah, for playing I mean, cricket. yeah, he was one of the best to ever do it, yeah. Well, you know, he was the Michael Jordan of cricket, yep. if you will. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, well, no well, thanks. Well done. We'll talk more sport um, at a later date. I reckon Probably we should not. be a weekly segment. I doubt it. We should. Let's get Alexi Ashnod in here yeah. uh, and we'll have a chat with her about our starting a new sports yeah. segment. Well, um, why you've been um, wearing suits and having a lot of meetings, drinking coffee, I imagine. <laughs> you know me, lots of suits. <laughs> yeah. I'm a suit wearer. Um, what have you been doing? It's been just a crazy friggin' week. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've heard about the um, the passing of George Young, obviously mm. the Easy Beats guitarist, music icon. Yeah. Um, Obviously, really sad and, and pretty crazy as well because I think in the next month, ABC are airing their biopic. Yeah, we like on the music.com.au, yeah. we um we actually got an exclusive clip that we showed, and um it's really cool because you know like especially with these seven oh, sorry not network produced shows like you know like there's the Living Newton John one, there's the Molly Meldrum one, recently the NXS one, yeah, recently yeah. and there was like a lot of flack about it because it just felt too um overdone. Shiny, but, glossy, melodramatic. Yeah, with yeah. this ABC one, it, it, it looks really cool. It looks very authentic. Yeah, great. Um, it's it's really cool. And it, obviously, a really sad time, but it's it's kind of fitting that now this biopic's coming out. And as well, like that Easy Fever tour, we spoke to Chris Cheney a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Chris Cheney, Phil Jamison, Tex Perkins, um, and Spider Bay drummer. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're coming out. They're doing the Easy Fever tour. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been sad, but it's also been crazy as well because, um, the rumors about download festival, obviously the big UK, uh, rock festival rumors have been starting for a while that it's going to come to Australia. Yep. Um, apparently the, the UK booker and the co-founder of the festival confirmed that it will be coming to Australia in 2018. So what's like, what's special <coughs> about this festival because I guess my question about festivals like well you've gone to festivals I mean like what is my question festivals I do I know but like what's the point of franchising a festival right because a festival is only as good as 
like the lineup and location mm. of that given festival, right? Like what, like what's the point of difference between one festival or another festival? It's like it's like the lineup and the vibe of that festival. Yeah. Like are we like when they say like download festivals coming to Australia? Does that mean it's coming with the same lineup? Like what's, well, this the, from, what's from, special about bringing I, well, that festival? We won't know until the lineup's announced, but yeah, um, yeah. We, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be coming in the next couple of months. But like, I don't know if you saw there was like fake tour posters are going around early this month sure. that were promoting like System of a Down and Blink 182 and Rage Against the Machine, who FYI aren't even a band anymore. So yeah. um, turned out to be fake. But yeah, it's, it's I guess it's probably the closest thing Australia's going to get to Soundwave again. Okay, so so it's it's more about the fact that it's going to be like a. Like yeah, a, well, it's kind of like it's a, like imagine a if, imagine if Glastonbury was coming to Australia, but it wouldn't because it wouldn't be called Glastonbury. Yeah, well, that, that's It'd what be I called mean. like Rainwick. Like, it's like like what's the point of bringing like I mean yeah you could do like Burning Man here you just yeah. set up like a giant yeah. fucking bonfire and you call it Burning Man but it wouldn't be Burning Man. Yeah, but I mean I'm with um like what makes these festivals special enough to bring yeah you know here and still call it the well, same. Well, thing. I mean this week as well the other international festival I guess the spin off. Um, of Austin City Limits, uh, Sydney City Limits is coming, and that's got like fucking Justice and Tash Sultana and Beck and Phoenix. Yeah, cool. Um, that lineup's massive. Cool, cool lineup. Yeah, but like again, my question is <laughs> like, why, why call it City Limits? Is it just because it's owned by the same company, and they're just like, oh, we'll just use um, this name? That collaboration. We have. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, there's the because I know the people behind Falls Festival are the guys who are bringing out Sydney City Limits. Like, is there something special about the Austin City Limits that no other festival in Australia has that we're going to do specifically for this City Limits? I mean, it's a good question. But in, I mean, in saying that, like, you know, how often? Um, Splendor in the Grass, for example, like people buy tickets to that without even seeing the lineup, just because it's Splendor. Yeah. I think I think it's kind of just the same thing. If they think, but I mean, like if you did Splendor in the Grass, um, like overseas, mm. like what would be the advantage of? I guess depends. Of calling it Splendor. I guess in the depends grass. where you take, and especially because, like, say something with download, like like I said, it's the it's the closest thing we'll get to Soundwave and we don't have another Soundwave. If there was 10 festivals like Soundwave and then downloads that were coming, it'd be like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, sure. But, you know, the big ones right now in Australia, obviously Splendour and Blues Fest and um, the New Year's Eve festivals like Falls. But like, yeah. remember like when like, I hate saying when we were younger, it was like we're in our mid-20s, like settle we're, down. We're old grizzled men. Yeah, but like, yeah. remember when there was like a festival every month? It's obviously the, towards the, the summer yeah. season, but like Stereosonic, Future, Good Life. Um, what else was big there? Big day out, big day out, big day out. Obviously in yeah. January. Um, but isn't that kind of like what happened? Was that there was that massive correction because there was this there were too many festivals. Mm. Like it got to a point where where the market just couldn't sustain the number of, of yeah. festivals that that existed. And they just couldn't sell the tickets. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there a fear of that happening again if we keep on like if we flood the market with the number of festivals that it? Seems like we're kind of doing, or it's just like, is it great just to have like all these festivals? I don't know, Neil. What do you think as, long, as a journalist? <laughs> as long as long as they're like they're different enough, like yeah. you know, like when you had like Starry Sonic and Future and Park Life and what was the other one started with Good? Was it Good Life? Park Life? Good something? Good vibes? Good vibrations? Another like there was a about. lot of festivals in that one bracket that were all very similar. Sure. Whereas like you know, like I guess right now you have yeah. Blues Fest in April, Splendor in July, and yep. then Falls and um, NYU and the Hill, all those New Year's why, festivals. Why didn't um, Soundwave survive, do we think? If, if it was, you know, it was a festival that was distinctly different from I mean, it can, a I lot mean, of its, its contemporaries. It's, obviously, a lot of people debate it, and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but I, I felt like that the, the 2013 year, where it was like their biggest lineup ever, like that was the killer, right? Because... Like, that was the year they had Blink and Metallica and Linkin Park and Paramore, 
and so many other huge acts. Yeah. I think you couldn't come back from that. So when 2014 happened, I was like, okay, the lineup's good, but it wasn't as good as 2013. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just assuming here, like maybe a lot of people didn't want to go to 2014 or 2015 and then, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm not a businessman. You're not a businessman. You don't know business. Yeah. If we knew business, we would be, you know, wearing our suits. I would run a very eclectic festival too. Wouldn't we? Hey? Yeah. I would run a very eclectic festival. Like I would want like Blink and then Kanye, and then oh, Phil yeah. Collins. Like, if I got to curate a festival, <laughs> it would be, like, unsellable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would just... But maybe, maybe, maybe that's, like, that would be a reason for everyone to come, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like in, terms, in terms of crowds of people, it would, it would be horrible, because, you know, if I'm bringing Phil Collins on a festival with fucking Metallica and Blink... Yeah. Well, you gotta it's expect like to you see and your dad. Gotta to see a couple people there with mohawks, mum and dad. Just deal with that. Just go with it. Yeah, just go. With um, it. But yeah, it would it would be a mess. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Although, like, it feels like there are some like massive festivals that can kind of get away with being that eclectic. Like, you look at like Coachella. And, well, like, yeah, but, like, the, 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 the like, big, the big, side by the side. giant ones do that. Yeah. Coachella, Glastonbury, like fucking Glastonbury had like obviously Ed Sheeran and Foo Fighters and then Barry Gibb. Like, yeah. amazing. Yeah, into it. I would go to it. Yeah, I want to go to Glastonbury. Um, I'm gonna get some. I want to get some, like a particularly shiny uh, gum boots for it. Why? Because I hear that's what you wear. You wear gum what boots. if it's sunny? You look ridiculous. Sounds like a bloody nightmare, doesn't it? Hey, <laughs> that, that, sunny I, festival. I, I do reckon they're like two two bucket list ones. Would be Coachella and Glastonbury. Yeah, for sure. How old do you think is too old before you start? Because I'm already feeling a little bit too old for festivals. Really? <laughs> like sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, ugh. Really? I, I, a whole honestly, day I reckon, in the sun. <laughs> I reckon it depends. Music and dancing. I reckon it just depends on who's there. Yeah, okay. And like, well, imagine, like, like you said, imagine, <laughs> if, imagine if the lineup was filled with bands and artists that you like. Yeah, yeah, Would yeah. you not go because you're too old for festivals? Fuck that. I'm going. I'm, I'm a big fan of a sideshow. But what if they don't do sideshows? Well, then I'm disappointed. <laughs> has happened before. Will happen again. It happens a lot, yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah. You're like, why'd you come all this way? Yeah. If you're just going to... Not, not do a sideshow. <laughs> well, we'll Same see. Question. Um, yeah, I guess we're hoping for download to be announced. I guess in the coming months. Yeah, it's very exciting if it well, does happen. Um, let us know, Neil. Mm. Use your powers of music journalism mm. to keep us. Informed. You're kind of a music journalist now too. I don't know if I am. Yeah. Do I count as music ju- as a music journalist if I don't write any journalism? You wrote some reviews for Big Sound. That's true. Yeah. I know. I wrote. I wrote like one review for Big Sound. We didn't use it. No, we didn't remember, but you, you stormed into the Brisbane office and was like, I wrote a review! Right, Why is it online? Like, and slammed then, it down to the desk. And then Mitch, greatest guy in the world, he yeah. was like, oh shit, sorry, and he put it online for you. <laughs> it so never you're went welcome. online, mate. Huh? It never went online. No, but he, remember he apologised and he Nightmare. put it on there for you. Nightmare. Yeah. So, um, look, I've had one bit of music journalism. Uh, I'm not sure if I will have any more. Uh, although, there was talk at some point of me doing an interview with a particular band that I haven't forgotten about, Neil, because you said it might happen. So Justin Bieber? It wasn't Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, the national. Yeah, yeah. You said that well, if, so yeah, if when, we get an interview, I get to do it. When are they? When are they coming out? And everyone in the office knows. <laughs> when are they coming? And they're probably very upset because I'm not a real journalist. But <laughs> when are they coming? Uh, early next year? Um, or mid next yes, year? Yes, they are here in February. Okay. Well, yes. if they're nice guys, they'll come on the show. Well, they're better. They're your favorite band, so why don't you ask them? Well, tell them like to that. be better and get come me, on the show. Give me their email, please. Yeah. Um, I'll also, take care of it. And also, good segue. Um, your face is on the music YouTube channel right now. Because yeah, with your face, yeah, yeah but both our faces. We're not, we're not. 
you're not arguing that I'm not a news journalist. We're arguing that you are. Well, that's true. And that's we true. interview Taka Waititi, director yeah. of Thor Ragnarok, which is out right now. Um, yeah. You can check the full interview out on YouTube. I'm so you, excited. You haven't seen this yet, have I'm you? I'm seeing it tonight because I missed the premiere. Tonight being, by the way, we record this on a Friday. So. Yeah, yeah, so sorry. So I'm seeing it Friday night. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to this as soon as it's released, um, come see me at the movie center. Because like, did, be did we speak about this enough last week in terms of like... I'm not going to give you spoilers. I know you're a sook for spoilers. No, but like in terms of the movie, like everyone is just saying how great it is, how funny yep. it is. Um, and it it's not a Disney movie. It's not a Marvel. Like it, obviously it's a Disney and Marvel movie, but like yep. it's this is a Taka Waititi movie. Yeah, yeah. Through, if you've seen these indie films like Hunt for the Wilder People and What We Do in the Shadows, Thor Ragnarok is like that if Thor was in that movie. Like it's yeah. it's awkward. It's funny. It's got his. And like, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense fucking sense. I just. I don't understand how he, a guy who, his whole resume is yeah. filled with short films and indie films, managed to convince Disney, "Hey guys, let me do this. I've got it." Because we when had this conversation. Like, like Edgar fucking Wright. Yeah. Gets fired from Ant Man. So uh, like Lord our, Miller I'll get on our way like up to the um to the interview. We're like, fuck, we got to ask him this question. The question how? was basically like, how do you go to the same studio that has like this history of like firing. Um, comedic directors, i.e. Edgar Wright, who was originally attached to Ant-Man. Did a lot of people I. know that? I said that in Chris the office Lord this morning. Everyone was like, what? Yeah, yeah, who was yeah. attached, who obviously got fired right almost before they just finished a yeah. Solo film. Um, you know, these guys that are sort of known for having, like, really strong comedic voices. Mm. And then Disney and Marvel sort of freak out and go, oh, so shit. So, who took over Ant-Man again? Uh, forget his name. Um, James... Someone, yeah. yeah. Well, we obviously we know Joe something. I think. We know that um, Ron Howard's taken over Han Solo, but like, yeah. what I mean by this, obviously, Edgar Wright has solidified himself by the time Ant Man had happened. Surely, the Lego Movie and the Twenty One Jump Street films, Lord Miller had solidified themselves there, and they get told to fuck off. Yet, Taka Waititi, who has just like, obviously, he has the two top grossing films in New Zealand. That's already something to be stoked about. Yeah. But in terms of convincing. A, 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 a studio like Disney with a film like Thor. Yeah. Hey guys, I've got this. Don't worry about. It. That's fucking it's, crazy to me. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, it's something that I, I'm really interested to see the film tonight because it is like, I mean, Marvel is like, I mean, you look at all their films and they are notorious for. I don't want to say cookie cutter, but but they have been really, really adamant about making sure that each film feels like it's part of this greater whole. Like if you watch Captain America and Iron Man and 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 Spider-Man it almost feels like it's the same, you know. Yeah, but this is the other thing I said about well, the same person. If you, know? you they like look I can, the it, same, they feel the same. In, yeah, but if I can tell you right now, Thor 1 and 2 are nothing like Ragnarok. Yeah. I mean, the fucking second movie is called The Dark World. Like Yeah, exactly. And that's the weird thing is in 10 years time if you were just to sit down and watch 1 2 3 back to back when you get to the third you'd be like what the fuck happened here? Like Thor's funny. What's that yeah. all about? And it, it's obviously like it's them beginning to sort of go looking at, I guess, like, you know, the successive Guardians of the Galaxy and kind of going. Well, that's the talk, right? Like, yeah. apparently it was movies like Guardians and Deadpool that kind of made people like, oh, we should be funny. We yeah. shouldn't be serious. And I think that, that's what the rumors were about Suicide Squad. Like, they released this really dark, cool Suicide Squad, and then Deadpool came out, and then the studio freaked out and thought, no, we have to make this better and funnier. Yeah. And that's why, you know, like, Jared Leto's Joker was cut. In half, I mean, and stuff DC like that. is like a constant. Like they're just they're 
trying to they're fuck their up. way out of a, they're out of catch a up. paper bag right now with like their, that franchise. Like they don't, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Like every single film that they've released so far, with like the maybe exception of, of Wonder Woman, which, which was I think probably the exception to the rule in yeah. terms of you know how good it was, um, has been just really shitty and mediocre and like you didn't you didn't like Batman versus Superman at all. I thought that was probably one of the worst superhero movies <laughs> that has ever existed <laughs> of this decade. Like it was, but there was, you didn't like anything about it. Really? I thought I thought it could have been good if there they cut been, off. There's maybe if a they good cut, film in there. If they cut out an hour, yeah, like maybe an hour forty. Yeah, and you could potentially find a, a good movie in there. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> but yeah, look, it was. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I mean, I think I think DC's fighting their own battles right now. But like, but yeah, like the whole well, it, you, it is surprising to see Thor. Existing with well, yeah, universe. you're probably the worst person to ask. But have you seen the Justice League trailer? No, I have. Like, it. okay, well, again, without spoilers, like it's much lighter. Put it that way. Yeah, it's much lighter than Batman vs Superman was. So that already tells me it's like shit. Are they just trying to take the cue of? Well, we did hear that that was like that was an effort that they were actively trying yeah. to make in the films following mm. um, Batman vs Superman was yeah. to try to make the franchise lighter overall. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to have that you know DC dark and gritty. I mean, they've been trying to replicate what Chris Nolan has did. Mm since he left the Batman franchise with all of their yeah all of their films and which is really tough succeeding. it makes you wonder why they like just wait a little bit like Nolan kind of he did, he did good there that's like it made like if Tim Burton released Batman like the 1991 Batman yeah and then like some schmuck in like 93 was like I'm going to do another Batman Joker movie it's going to be great like no just wait just wait a little bit are you joking why isn't that exactly what happened? No, 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 that's a sequel. That's still Burton. I'm not, I'm talking like a new director. What about um, Joel Schumacher's version? Which was terrible. Yeah, but it was like same, same fucking But that's what happened. But that's my point is like, just yeah. leave it for a bit is what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's just, that's a big call. Yeah. And that's, that's true. Look what happened with Joel Schumacher. George Clooney has like openly said that is one of my worst movies ever. Oh my God. I'm so happy it exists. Have you? I actually watched some of it recently. <laughs> it's so bad, but like in the best possible way. Arnold Schwarzenegger was great. Though. I just love a good pun. That's the whole fucking movie I just too. Love a good everything. I love a good pun. Everything Mister Freeze says is a pun. Yeah, because I think, uh, but it's cool to see like to kind of see superheroes be a little bit camp again, which is kind of what Thor looks like. Like yeah. to be fun and camp, and you know you can have like a good action movie and still be like enjoyable, and, but the, the, and have like a good fun. But time. you can do a, a serious superhero movie and make it good. Sure, I mean, like, like look, look at Nolan's. Look what Chris Nolan did. Yeah. That's that's what I like. I've, I would love to see Suicide Squad before this yeah. supposed Deadpool freakout happens. Just pick a fucking thing. Yeah, like just pick a thing and do the thing. Yeah, because like even Jared Leto like said he's said in a bunch of interviews like he's like I filmed a lot more than that. And my understanding was I was going to be in a lot more. And I yeah. think, again, the rumor is once Deadpool came out, Warner freaked out and were like, fuck, we need to cut this so much and make it better and funnier. And that's why you see Joker in it for like six minutes in total. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Have you, did you, have you like noticed when he's in that movie, each time he comes back in, it's like something has just happened that you would have needed to see. Yeah. Like a walk in and be like, where's, where's Carly? And you're like, who's Carly? And they just ignore it. Just keep going. Was that the part where he like, he like kidnaps Harley Quinn in the helicopter? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That just comes out of nowhere. And, and then like, when she falls out and disappears, like, that's it. It's like, see ya. I remember watching Suicide Squad and just feeling the whole movie. I'm like, there is a, there's a good movie in here mm. somewhere. Like, there's something. There's at least a, a, an intelligible movie in here somewhere. Mm. Like, there's, there's a cut of this film which makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. 
theoretically. You know what I'm like, I haven't Have you seen the My Witch stories on Netflix yet? No. So it's a new one with like. So this is the new Ben Stiller one. Adam, yeah? Adam Sandler, oh, Ben Adam Stiller. Stiller. Yeah, yeah. And like, apparently they reckon Sandler's going to get an Oscar nom for this. Really? Yeah. Because I, I don't know. Have you also seen Funny People? The 09 one with Jack uh, and Seth Rogen? And, I think so. Yeah. yeah and there was yeah. talk then, but like because it was like borderline comedy, I think it would have been a stretch, but he was yeah. really good in that. Yeah. But yeah, they're saying like he's unbelievable. Even like our local music.com.au. Um, review film crew. I, yeah. I think the, like one of his actual quotes was like, he used to consider, or well, he considers Adam Sandler like an STD of cinema, but he is un- like Adam Sandler is unbelievable in this movie. That is that's a big thing. Quite a quote. <laughs> yeah. Put that on a poster. But like, what isn't it so far? Like, if you were Adam Sandler's manager, even just like a close friend, as if you just want to be like, hey man, maybe you should just act in stuff. I don't feel like Adam don't Sandler's... ride it. Don't have a part in it. Adam Sandler's doing just fine. No, of course, Adam, but like Adam Sandler is uh, is sitting on his big old mountain of money somewhere, having a good old but have time. You, but have you seen his movies, <laughs> especially the recent ones, like the Netflix ones? Like, how much was the deal worth? You got like a but six. There must be like there must be an audience for it because he keeps on making these movies. Like someone must like there must be people that fucking just love that. Oh, that of course, yeah, but. For for to have these movies like Sandy Wexler and the Do Over and stuff are just so shit, and then he goes and jumps in a drama, and yeah. they're saying, "Hey, he's probably going to get an Oscar nomination for this." Like, do you not see the theme, Adam? <laughs> just stay out of it. Just act. Don't yeah. produce. Don't write. Just be in it. Like he and he had no part in the Funny People one with Apatow. Oh really? Apatow because apparently they used to be like besties in college, and yeah, wow. That was kind of what it was written about. It was like. um yeah, obviously Adam Sandler plays the comedian and he's washed up and he's trying to get back into the limelight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sandler didn't have any part of that. He just got the call up to come act in it. And, did the and he's an awesome actor. Like, Yeah. All, and all the dramas he's in, he's really fucking he's good. He's done well. It's like, imagine like you know, if David Spade was like, oh, he's doing another Joe Dirt, but then you watch him in this drama movie and he's unbelievable. As if he wouldn't just be like, David... You've got to stop doing the comedies, mate. Just stick to the dramas. Like, there's an agent somewhere that needs to get in. <laughs> yeah. Just needs to be like, mate. But when you... I think, like, when he did Grown Ups, he bought everyone in the, like, the the lead cast, like, a Ferrari each. Just wow. as, like, a... Thanks for coming on board. Here's a Ferrari. That's friendship. Yeah. That's real friendship. I'll take a window of a Ferrari. Yeah, well... I'm sure I, I could sell that for a bit. <laughs> wouldn't know what to do with a Ferrari window. Yeah. What would you do with it? Sell it? Sell it, yeah. Where? Who's buying a Ferrari I don't know, a car window? store. Want a Ferrari I like, window? I feel like if you've, if you've got, got one, one. You own a Ferrari, you probably <laughs> probably don't need any extra windows, yeah. do you? And if you did, you'd probably just go to the Ferrari <laughs> fixer-up store and be like, hey, broken my window, and they'll go, oh, Wait, fix it up. Where is the Ferrari fix-up store? I don't know. Off 6th. I imagine they tell you they tell you when you buy the Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a secret store. Yeah. You only know if, they, if you buy a Ferrari, they're like, oh, here's well, a secret Well, if you know where a Ferrari fix-up store is, just let us know. Let us know. We'd like to know. <laughs> yeah. We would like to know. Um, also, tomorrow, I get, again, just recorded on Friday, so Saturday morning yep. Australian time is the Chester Bennington tribute show. Yep. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, like, How's that happening? How's that visible? I, I think it's been live streamed. Sure. Um, obviously, Lincoln Park will be playing Blinker Plane, I believe, um, which is going to be really sad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to wake up early and watch it? I think. Well, I think it's. it'll be like, if it's standard LA concert starts at 6, that's like around 11, 12 hour time, midday. Yeah, sure. So, that's fine. I can do that. Yeah. You're not going to be going interstate again for more coffee meetings? <laughs> Look, no plans at yeah. this point, uh, but we'll see how we go. I'll yeah. be around. I'll be yeah. around next week. I think we're just talking about we've got the um, the Arias coming up next month. Yeah, so we've got to get our plan on for that. Yeah, you were saying you were going to buy a whole new suit, weren't you? 
Um, look, is it the Arias? I feel like we should, you know. Um, unless there is a suit company out there that wants to sponsor your boy is David Neal. You don't have any suits from all your big <laughs> my, Eurovision meetings? All my corporate corporate meetings. <laughs> yeah? My corporate business meetings. No, Neil, I don't. Really? Not really a big suit wearer, per That's se. Okay. I hope I have fire braces, though. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm going to call Adam and be like, it's Dave! I don't know if you even remember me. Who knows? What a jerk. That's what I'll tell him. You're a, you're a nightmare, Neil. Is he a nice guy? He was a lovely guy. Yeah. Lovely guy. Lovely work experience. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a month away. Yeah, it's coming up. Who's your pick? Um, look, full honesty, haven't looked at the nominations yet. You haven't looked at the nominations yet. Haven't at all. looked at anything. This is, this is why I'm not a music journalist. <laughs> <laughs> haven't looked at the noms yet. Don't know anything about it. We'll look before the day. Who do you hope, based on things you've heard, and I'll tell you if it's at least been nominated. Keep in mind they have to be Australian, so Australian. do not say Chance the Rapper. Okay, so Australians <laughs> who released music this year, who, who has been good? <laughs> um, but also, like, does it have to be like super mainstream? Like, How does that work? No, like um, AB Original are up for a bunch. Obviously, yeah. Briggs and Trials. Um, Amy Shark is up for a bunch, as we yep. expected. So is Tash Sultana. They're kind of the three that I'm hovering around. I think yep. Paul Kelly's going to win a couple as well. Yeah, because he had Which that, is going to be that, super sweet. That new and one. And Daryl Braithwaite's going to be nominated, I'm sorry, nominated, inducted to the Hall of Fame. For horses? Just be, <laughs> no, just him. Will they... When I, I'm sure he'll perform it. As he's, a, as he's like, um, inducted into the hall, do you think that they'll... As he's, like, walking up to get the, the prize, that they'll play horses in the background? Um, I think the Hall of Fame inductees always perform. So it'd be a cop-out if he... If he like, doesn't play horses... This is one of my new songs! Yeah. Like, like honestly, no. if he doesn't play horses, yeah. like, he's going to hear about it from us. Because we'll, we'll, we'll be there. If we, yeah, I will find a microphone and I will just say, "You sing horses right now." Yeah, you sing it right now. We'll be backstage. Where? What are we going to be doing? Uh, TBA. What are we there? TBA. We'll be. We we'll, be we'll be there. We we'll present. I don't. I don't want to say things like how many times have we said back to community radio is like we've got an interview next week with yeah. Mr. Will Ferrell. We'll be, and then we'd stage. have to come back on air the next time. We're like, so Will Ferrell cancelled. Yeah, I want to be um, on stage during the uh, performance of horses. I can't promise that. I want to conduct the interview during the instrument. Although last year. Farnham, John Farnham closed out the show with You're the Voice and like the entire crowd was like Yay. Everyone was well, not just yay, it was like a goddamn mosh pit. Yeah. As mosh pit as you're the voice could get. Aria's mosh pit. People were jumping on the spot and kind of keeping to themselves. It was great. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll find out. Well, a lot to look forward to, Neil. Um a lot to be excited about. Mm. Uh, I know I'm excited. And uh <laughs> I think that we've got some very big shows coming up over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So um tune in for those. We're for gonna be speaking to Dwayne Wade, who of course Dave is the the player of the Miami Heat. He's, he's changed teams. That's good enough. Oh, so close. Uh, uh, NBA. Listener note: We will not be having Dwayne Wade. Just a light joke at Dave's expense. Yep, cool. But he is a, a basketball player. He is a basketball player. I knew that. So the more you know, the more you know. Talking spot with Dave coming soon. <laughs> coming we'll see soon. you all next week. Bye bye.